Oh, yeah. Happy New Year, Internets. Let me tell you something. Happy New Year to you, okay, your family, whoever. Internets worldwide, Happy New Year. Another year in the books. Man, it was great really celebrating with the family. The only thing, like, is is too much bad food I feel like I ate. You know what I mean? Like, you know, now I got to go get a, a smoothie with kale and apple and, and uh, you know, ginger's the key. Shouts to Taxstone. He, he knew. He knew what it was. But Internet's Happy New Year, okay? It's a special time. It's a new year, 2019. I know everybody wants to talk about resolutions and this. I just think, like, yo, just try to be, uh, every day just try to be a better you. There's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes people think, like, they got it all figured out. They got it all under control. Those are people who don't. So I would say keep an open mind, stay focused, and, uh, you know, you're on the right path. 2019, at least we get a new clean start to at least try to achieve new things and try to be better people. You know, I don't think, uh, you know, even me, uh, I always try to, there's levels to everything. So I always try to be better at anything I do, whether that be being a father, uh, being an entrepreneur, being a podcaster, being, uh, you know, being a person, real talk, you know. But internet, listen, worldwide, I really want to thank y'all, man. I mean, from, from everywhere, from like international to in the States, worldwide, people hit me up. Uh, let me know how much they love the show. Let me know. You know what I really appreciate? People hit me up. Let me know that it's not just a, a um, interview series. You know, that's like a conversation and how much they learn from the episodes that we provide. And I, I'll be honest, with you, I said it before. I'll say it again. Premium P shows a library, a library from people uh, from all walks of life, ex- explaining their journey. You know, the ups, the downs, the the the, the struggles, the successes, everything that you could believe of. And you best be sure, 2019, we're going to sit down with, with, with a bunch of artists, athletes, entrepreneurs, um, even, even stories that you may not know or people you may not know, but you need to know who they are, okay? So, you know, listen, ain't, ain't nothing changed, new year, but, but we're going to say it like this, open up your Twitter app, open up your Instagram app, at Premium P, at Premium P Show, check the fuck in. Let me know where you're listening to them. You're listening from, you know, Jacksonville or Russia or Finland or, or Detroit or Chicago. Wherever you're listening from, check in, okay? At me. Let me know where you're from, man. I want, I, I want to speak to the internets. And I will say this, okay? Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube. We've been putting a bunch of full videos on YouTube, a bunch of clips on YouTube, the Premium Pete Show. Check it out. Subscribe, rate, leave a comment. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And also, I'm going to request this. If you're not doing it and you you mess with iTunes, go to iTunes and rate us. Rate us five stars, okay? I, I ain't done nothing wrong for you to me rate me four or three stars. Rate the Premium Peach Show five stars. Leave a comment if you want. But listen, Internet, if you haven't done that yet, I'm asking you. People ask me all the time, yo, Premium Peach, man, I appreciate you. What can I do for you? Rate the Premium Peach Show on iTunes, okay, and leave a comment. Okay, you ain't got to lie if you want to say... Fuck you, Premium P. It's okay. No problem. You can start the year off like that, but keep the same energy. I ain't mad at you. Just like Pac said, I ain't mad at you. You know, every time I always put something, I always tell people when I put something on my Twitter, at Premium P. A couple days ago, I put something, and I want to share it with you guys. I put, feeling stuck is a feeling, not a fact. So never assume you are stuck with the way things are. You know, listen, I'm going to say that again. Feeling stuck is a feeling. Not a fact. So never assume you are stuck with the way things are. Intense, let me tell you something. I remember being down and out. I remember bank account looking ugly. I remember bank account being negative. 
you know. Um, I remember times where I, I had a good amount of money in there. And I will say this. There's no perfect story. Find a good balance that works for you. And sometimes people work hard. They just don't get the opportunities. But keep on working until you get the opportunities. People tell me, oh, Brian Pete, man, I've been doing my podcast three years. I make no money. Okay, we'll do three more years. And maybe if not, then don't do it at all. Patience is the key that will open up doors that you never believed in. Doors that you never believed that could open will open with patience. I'm not sitting here trying to be Pastor Pete. I'm sitting here just trying to tell you what it is. Things take time. Good things take time. Or else it would just everybody would just be good money. Shit don't work like that. You know, on this week's episode, we, we, we taped this a couple of months ago. We sit down with the one and only China Mac. Now, for those of you who don't know who he is, you're going to learn. But let me tell you something. The kid was in a, 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 a detention center at eight years old. Was, was involved in one of the biggest Chinese gangs uh, out there, you know. Um, you know, really a great story of a person who has lived a troublesome life in and out of prison, trying to make a change, trying to make for his music, trying to represent his Asian culture, trying to put that shit on the map. You know, I think uh, it was special, you know, when I uh, heard about Dude, I was like, man, I, I-, I love his story, but more importantly... I like anyone who gets a chance to change their life around. I'm not a person that would say, like, ah, you know, this person's done. I want to hear from them. You know, he's got a couple of things dropping. I think I think he got an album called uh, After 10 dropping on February 22nd. So look out for that. Okay? And Adam on Twitter or uh, I believe he's on Twitter and Instagram, China Mac Music. But listen, Internet, before we get there, I do want to say this. Okay? Happy New Year again. Blessings and love to you and your family. You best be look forward to a bunch of new premium Petros coming out this year. Okay? And I ain't got much more to say. I ain't got much more to say. Let's get to the China Mac episode of the Premium Petro. Cheer. Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Fat Man Scoop, the undisputed voice of the club, the two-time Grammy Award winner. Let me make this official for you. Fat Man Scoop, Cork McClam, Internet. It's time to go with my dude, Premium Pete. Let's get focused. Let's go, Internet. Let's turn up one time, Premium Pete. Come on, everybody, get set. Let's go. It's the next episode. It's the Premium Pete Show. News, interviews, all of the info. Listen up. It's the Premium Pete Show. If you want the scoop in the low, down low. Listen to the show, cause Milk said so. Fuck what you heard, better act like you know. It's the Premium Pete Show. Internet, welcome back to another episode of the Premium Pete Show. Sitting down with a very interesting fella, okay? Um, L.E.S. or Bro- is it Brooklyn? Is you born in Brooklyn? No, I mean, I was born in Brooklyn. But too young. Yeah, I was born just in the hospital in Brooklyn. Okay, born in the hospital in Brooklyn. But I lived in, in Lower East Side. Lower East Side. Listen, Internet's the one and only China... Mac, okay? Now, for people who don't know China Mac, okay? An artist. What else would you consider yourself? Uh, I'm an artist. I'm an actor. Okay. I'm a... A kid trying to change his life around. I'm just the fucking best. Okay, there you go. Listen, before China Mac, because China Mac is your artist name. Yeah. Right? Did you have any other names that you came up with? Um, yeah, I had a bunch of names. Before that, it was GK. What, the, what was that, GK? Genghis Khan. That was short for <laughs> Genghis Khan. Uh, what else? I, um, I had a tagging name. It was, uh, SP. Okay, okay. Um, what else? 
uh, I think that's about it. Why China Mac, though? Well, I got the name China Mac because there's a gang called Mac Baller Brims, right? Mm-hmm. And that's a set of bloods. Okay. Um. So when I was in Rikers Island in oh, like around oh four, when I was in Rikers Island oh four, that's when the the gang kind of sure. it was new, but it was like it was it was, you know, they they were coming up. So I was in a house with all of them. There, the 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 guy that started it was there, and you know all the all the people that that became like that like that became like the high ranking sure. members. They were all in the house with me. So we and I was in juvenile. I was in like right. I was in um C seventy four adolescence okay. with a lot of them. So they were trying to get me to be become Mac Bola, but I, didn't, I never I never joined blood. So you were gang. neutral. I, yeah, I was neutral. But then I was in a gang in Chinatown. Right, which is called the Ghost Shadows, but I never believed. Is that a Chinese? Is that an Asian gang or Chinese gang? Okay, Chinese gang. So I never, I never believed in like jumping into other things. You know what I mean? And then I, so I never joined that gang, but I fuck with them so hard, and they used to call me yo. They'd be like, "Yo, that's the Mac. That's the Mac. That's China Mac. That's China Mac. China Mac." So all the Macs that would pull up would be like, "Yo, that's China Mac. That's China Mac. That's China." But I never, I never ran with that name. You know what I mean? That was just a name that they would give me. And then, like about, um, like like three months before I went home, I was like, "All right, I'm gonna do the music shit. I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna do the rapping shit." But GK is like so all throughout that time, my name was GK. So I was like, GK is not really. It don't really got a ring to it. You know what I'm saying? It just doesn't. It doesn't have that knock to it. So then I was just like, what name should I use? And I'm just like, and then when somebody was like, yo, yo, somebody was like, yo, China Mac, that's the Mac. And then I'm like, I think that got a ring to it. You know what I mean? So I ran with that name. What even made you, you know, like want to rap? Like, you know what I'm saying? You grow up as a, as a, as a, as an Asian kid, a Chinese kid in, in Lower East Side in Chinatown. Yeah. Right. But what was your inspiration just to even to hip hop? To rap, like what? What caught your eye? Obviously, you know, and that's one thing. You know, I I don't really know any other places besides where I grew up as New York City, and as for yourself, but you know, your, your hood and how you roll defines you. You know what I'm saying? Like I know a lot of uh, Asian kids that I grew up in Brooklyn, super thorough. Yeah. You know, you know where some people may not think like how did, how did that happen? No, I understand how it happened. The neighborhood. Yeah, you know, you grow up in your environment. You know what I'm saying? Like, it it, it doesn't matter if you're Asian, you're blue, you're green, whatever yeah. the fuck you are. But as far as spitting, as far as rapping, as far as hip hop, like, what caught your eye that made you even want to like get into that shit? Um, I wasn't like you said well, before we came in here. You said you was in a lot of group homes and institutions sure. and shit. I was in a lot of them. I started young too. I was like eight years old in my first spot, and um. You know, I, at that time, like you said, too, in a, in a prior conversation, there was no Asian kids there. I was, like, the only one. I never seen another Asian kid with me in prison. I mean, in those juvenile detention sure. centers until I went to, like, you know, Rikers Island. Or but, like, hold on one second. I don't mean to cut you off. How is that? Like, and it's funny because, and, and we'll get into it, uh, both of us have been away, um, you know, and I was telling you, yo, I don't remember always seeing a lot of Asian kids locked up. Yeah, you've been away longer. You you were away for a longer period amount of time than me. Yeah, you know, you know how like you away there's like Spanish phone. 
You know what I'm saying? Then they got the Bloods, and you know, you got Muslims. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's always like a, a section or, or of different people. Do you feel like th- that when you were away, there was a lot of different Asian kids? No, there wasn't. So no, let, yeah, let me okay. go back to yep, it, and yep. then we're gonna get into there. So when I was in adole- when I was in juvenile detention, there was no Asian kids there whatsoever. Not even one. I never seen not one. So I had to find. I was in a, and you know, kids are kids are harsh. Sure, kids are tough, especially at that time and like the in like the eighties, the early nineties. Sure. Like um kids are tough, kids are harsh. And if they never seen another Asian person, they're attacking me, there's jokes, there's everything. So I had to find a way to connect with, with them. Sure, sure. You know what I mean? I and we grew up in two different places. Like, you know, I I was not in the hood. I grew up in a sheltered Chinese environment. You know what I'm saying? So it was like I, even though we are right there I never even went over there. You know what I'm saying? Like, we never, I really didn't. So, I had to find a way to bridge the gap. And hip-hop was that. So, then I started listening to hip-hop. Then then I started rapping. You know what I mean? Just because, just so I could fit in. Sure. And then, um... Who were you listening to? At that time, Coogee Rap. Mm. Um, mm. KRS-One. Teacher. Um, um, K-Solo. Mm. Uh, EPMD. Legendary, you know, you know, you know. What I mean, you from that time, the so, smooth, 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 nice and rap. smooth, yeah. nice and smooth was at that time yeah. they was killing it. Bum, bum, yeah. bum, bum. You know I got a saying? funky, funky. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, so, so that was that was. I fell in love with hip hop. I fell in love with it because I was young. I was I was trying to, you know, what I mean, just fit in. But then I listened to the music and it just took me. Like you know, what I'm saying, I just fell in love with it immediately, and I just knew that you know that would be around in my life for a long time. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And then um, to go into what you were saying, now, when I went upstate and I was like, you know, in the jails, like in Rikers Island and all that, there would be Asian kids. When I was in Juvenile, there was a lot more. Like, no, not Juvenile. Yeah, when I was in like C-74, Rikers Island, there was a lot more. But a lot of times, they was getting, they they wouldn't touch the phone. You know mm. what I'm saying? Mm. They wouldn't be allowed to touch the phone. No six minutes. No, see it. They would only get six minutes, and then they would have to give the rest of their calls sure. up. You know what I'm saying? Um, they were getting taken advantage of. I was never really with it. I was never with it. You know what I'm saying? So, I will always like create the situation for us. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, I would get cool with the police. Like, yo, what's up? Yo, pull up the Asian kid. Pull up anytime an Asian kid would pull up. Would come to the house. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, I would just make sure, I felt like it was my duty to make sure we aight because there's only like a couple of us. Sure. You know what I mean? So somebody has to make sure we aight. So I used to always, you know, try to do that. And, and and that's how it was. So even if I went to a spot and there wasn't no Asian phone, there was never an Asian phone because, you know what I mean? <laughs> there was, the population wasn't big enough yeah, to demand but. That. If I'm in the spot, like, and if there's another Asian person there, yeah. there's some Asian people there, he's yeah. getting on the we phone. Need, we need a slot, for we sure. We need something, you know what I'm saying? You, you, That's a fact. You, you know, uh, it's funny, because um, off-air, we were talking about, um, it's not only really about Asians. Like, even, like, I remember, like, when I would go, uh, when I was away, you know, if I seen somebody from Brooklyn, or just New York City in general, mm-hmm. I would make sure that they were okay. I had a lot of kids that came in that were struggling, I, every commissary I went and bought the most soap I could buy. By the time I, you know, got transferred to Marcy and Greenhaven and et cetera, et cetera, I had 20 plus soaps, soaps. with me. And if a kid came yeah. in that didn't have nothing, okay, 
I hit him with a soap. And I had all the flavor soaps. Okay, <laughs> yeah. the oil overlay, uh, the Irish Spring. Okay. And I had the Irish Spring. I had the Ocean Joint, the the, the blue one and the green one. So the Ocean uh, Spray, the, the Ocean, the, the Mist. Uh, yes. And, yeah, and, talk your soap shit, bro. Talk your soap dial, shit. Dial. <laughs> come on, dial. What are we talking about here? Yeah. Dial, Dove, Oil Valet, yeah. Irish Spring, Lever 2000. Okay. You know what I mean? And I would hit somebody off. So I guess what I'm saying is like, we, even though, uh, to me, jail is a solo place, it's also uh, a, a place you look out for other people, no. you know? Like, people, for, where are you from? You're from Brooklyn. Like, you could just connect from being from Brooklyn. Like, yeah. oh, are you from Brooklyn? Oh, okay, I'm from Brooklyn. Oh, that's the dude from, you know what I mean? As long as nobody's out of pocket, nobody's gambling, doing drugs, any type of other activities that you don't want to be involved in. You know what I'm saying? People, anyway, I, I, I just, it, it's, I'm glad that you looked out for people like that. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing, though. That's, 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 um, that's compassion. That's fucking being a human being, even in the worst of places. Sure. I think when you, when you experience shit like that, like places where you think like, damn, it must be miserable in there. Like people, we come together. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that's just our nature. Sure. You know what I mean? So we go in the spot. And it's like, you know, we we look out for each other. You know what I'm saying? People sometimes people that have never been to prison, they look at it like or everybody's out for like everybody's like, you Trust. know, after each other and everything is like savage shit. But it's really not. You walk in the you walk in the spot and especially if you're young, you know what I mean? Like if you're from Brooklyn, all of Brooklyn. Brooklyn is like a whole Brooklyn is like a gang in itself. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Brooklyn always look out for Brooklyn. It don't even matter. Like Brooklyn always has their own. You that, that Brooklyn is the only borough I know that always had their own phone. That's the Brooklyn phone. That's the Brooklyn weight court. Like you know what I'm saying? Like so, but um, shit like that. Like you know, and and that's the beauty of you know just being human beings. Like you know what I'm saying? We look out for each other, and we try to you know find some type of you know common ground so we sure. can. We can, we can, you know what I mean? Sure, there's a lot of talent. I, I say this all the time on some of my episodes, um, but um, there's a lot of talented individuals in jail, man. Yeah. Um, I used to even try to give somebody a chance to even make some money or make some food, hit them off with some stuff. Um, like drawers, you know, I used to send home my mother a handkerchief. And they'd know. be nice. Some of them be Dude, nice. Dudes right, you know, a little teddy bear, I love you mom on a handkerchief, send that home to mom and get them straight. They on their hustle, you know. But but not even that. Let's get to some other things. You know, you mentioned um, being in a juvenile home at eight years old. That is very uncommon for an eight year old kid. Yeah. Most kids eight years old want to go to Toys R Us. I mean, rest in peace to Toys R Us. Rest in peace, R.I.P. Yo, to yeah. Toys R Us is dead. Well, it's yeah, over. No more. Yeah, no more Toys R Us. Jesus. Yeah. Rest in, yo, rest in peace. Toys R Us was big. You know why? You know why I, I, I'm tight with. So where do kids get toys from now? Amazon. Man. Walmart. Oh my God, Walmart. We there's no even Walmart in New York City. I mean, Target. They got toys in Target. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah got two, right. they got a couple of hours, but but it, it's man, it's nothing like Toys R Us, bro. It's the experience. How about Schwartz? The, the Fao Schwartz. Yeah, is that? I can never really afford shit like that. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, real yeah. bougie. Yeah, toys. that's bougie shit. That's but they, bougie but they did have some fun toys. Did in they? There. Yeah. They have like a they, 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 yeah, in Christmas they would yeah. have like the whole like yeah, to, the, yeah there, there, there was some special <laughs> shit. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I like that place. And FAO Schwartz, I'm sure if anybody, you know, lives in New York or been in New York back in the day, that was a, uh, it was uptown. So that's that's gone. I don't even know anymore if that's yeah. gone. 
I never bought a toy. I never got a toy from there. But I used to like my mom used to just walk me in there like, all right, look around, but you're not getting. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, you mentioned that you were in a, a, a gang called um, what's the name of the gang? Ghost Shadows. Ghost Shadows. Now that now that you said is a Chinese gang. Yeah. Right. How does like okay? I'm Italian, right? They talk about they burn a saint in your hand, and you're supposed to, you know, uh, gut on the oath and loyalty and omertha, which means you don't say fucking nothing. Yeah, is and, that real? And supposedly, is that real? I mean, supposedly, I hate it. You have to clip somebody to become a made guy. I'm sure you heard all this. Yeah. What is the initiation to, or or what is the rules to get into the um, what's the, the name? Ghost Shadows. Ghost Shadows gang. I mean, um, there, there is a ritual. Mm. Right, so it's basically you know you you swear brotherhood into it, and then you know I mean some other some rituals are different than others, but you know chickens are involved, snakes chickens. snakes really? are involved. You know what I'm saying? Like it just depends what ritual they do. But so you have to ritual, eat a chicken? The, nah, they'll cut the blood. Oh, okay, and then, and then you know what I'm saying like you'll have to drink from that shit. Mm. Like you know what I mean shit like that, like snake. You know what I mean? They cut the snake blood. Mm. And then, you know, whoever's in your, like, you know, in your um, class, I guess, like, whoever's being sworn in with you, that's your brothers. And then that's your, you know, you go through the ritual in front of Buddha. Like, you know what I mean? There's a, sure. there's a ritual like that. So, um, yeah, there was definitely a ritual. Did you did you want to be in the gang? Yeah, and there was nothing it, I wanted more. But why? I, I wanted, now, is it because, I mean, you tell me, you know. Is it well, because I remember I, I remember hearing that your father was in one? Yeah, my father but, was in one. But is that the reason? I mean, I was grew up around it. Mm. You know what I mean? And then like, um, you know, when you're a kid, man, you just you you fucking you buy into certain shit that you know what I mean? Because my family was my family structure wasn't right, so I was looking for something right. So looking to fit in was like you know the theme, the underlying theme of my life for a long time. You know what I'm saying? Because I always, even from my, when I was a fan, my father wasn't there. So I always felt he was there, but he wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was always away. I never, so I felt like, I didn't feel like I was accepted. You know what I mean? So I always wanted to, I wanted that, like, you know, acceptance. And um, I seen he was in the gang and, you know, I joined another gang. I joined the rival gang because, you know, he did some shit that wasn't no good. And um, that put us in the situation, and I seen it. I seen how, I seen how like the people that used to show us so much love, it switched. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I really didn't understand what he did at the time, but I saw the switch, and I and I saw and I lo- and my mom used to just talk shit up, like you know what I mean? Like she hated him, so that I hated him. I really didn't understand why I hated him, but I hated him, and then um. So I was like, you know what? He was in that gang. I'm going to join this gang. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and in my childish mind, I thought, like, you know, I'm fucking, like, doing, like, the most. A heroic thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But in actuality, I was just doing some more dumb shit. Do you feel like if Pops was in your life that maybe you wouldn't have been such a troublesome kid? Well, I was troublesome. Like, that was just my nature. Yeah. I was just you know what I mean? I was a bad kid. But did you react from not having a father around, you think? I think some kids are just naturally bad. Not saying bad, but just naturally, like, you know, energetic in the wrong sure, way. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, so 
So I was just energetic in the wrong way. I just wanted attention all the time. Like I would just act up and I was just, I was like that. You know what I mean? I was a problematic kid. You didn't have any uncles or anybody that like, uh, like, you know, kind of like could, something like a grandfather that would calm you down or, you know what I mean? Like somebody that you would. Yeah, but I was bad, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was bad. You know, I was, I was a handful. Yeah. And at that time it was just like, you know, a lot of, so my pops didn't really wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like he was living with my mom sure. and we was in the house together. Even when he was there, he wasn't there. So it was really left to my mom's. And my the family didn't really want my mom's to have a kid at that time because she was young. She was like 17, 18. So they was just like, yo, you're going to have to handle that on your own. You know what I'm saying? So I was just, I was really never with my father. I was really never with my mother because my mother had to work and she would just leave me in places. Like, you know, people to watch me, houses and shit. And I didn't understand what she was doing, but then I used to always act up because I knew when I acted up, they would make that phone call. My mom would have to come pick me up. You know what I'm saying? So I used to just do it all the time because I want to be with my mom. I don't want to be over here with these fucking people. Who the fuck are they? So I used to just act up just so I can get my mom. You know what I'm saying? Your your father uh, is still alive? I believe. I don't know. I, I believe so. Do you know the last time you seen him? I was a kid. Yeah, I was kidding. You know where he is? No. Now let me ask you, like honestly, like you know, and 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 maybe some people who you sit down with, maybe you know, w- wouldn't want to. I, I I care. I'm really like you know, I'm a separated father. Um, I try to be in my kid's life the most you know I can. I believe in the the presence is is the most important thing. Yeah. You know, people try to buy it. You know, but anyway, do 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 you would you ever like to like? talk to him or like sit with him one day or, or, or tell him like yo anything like is that something that like you know, do you feel like you need closure or anything like on some real shit well alright alright hold on so um to be I said I said I ain't seen him since I was a kid that's a lot I seen him I seen him in jail right mm-hmm. he came to visit me one time and this is after like mad long right he came to visit me and shit and um I hated him for a long time right and I had ample reason, you know? I felt like he fucking did some bullshit and he left us for dead. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if it wasn't for the mercy of the people that he did the shit to, you know, we could have, me and my mother could have been dead. You know what I'm saying? So he didn't think about that at all. He didn't think about us. Sure. So when I grew older, I'm like, you ain't think about us. You just did that shit. So fuck you. Like, eat a dick. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't give a fuck about you. Like, I don't want to see you. I don't give a fuck. So he came to visit me, and then they told me his name. So they was like, they was like, I was like, well, I took the visit. You know what I'm saying? I was about to walk away from the shit, but I took that. I was like, let me just hear what the fuck he got to say. So I seen him, and he just looked, he looked sorry. He just looked, he he looked like, you know what I mean? I felt sorry for him. Mm. You know what I mean? So I forgave him, which I didn't think I was going to do. I forgave him. But that's there's nothing else after that, and nothing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, at the end of the day, man, like he's a rat, bro. Like he did, he did shit he wasn't supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? And I don't, I, I don't, I don't condone that. I don't care yeah. if you, my father or anybody, like you know what I'm saying. It's a dub. You know what no, I mean? no, but I get it. Not even did you just do that, but you left us for dead. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Not even put you at risk. You you put us at risk. So it just shows what type of human being you are. Sure. It just shows not only do you have no fucking loyalty to the people that that you're supposed to be loyal to, but you're not loyal to your family. Like you know what I'm saying? You're not loyal to your son. 
You know what I'm saying? Like there wasn't nothing. It wasn't like, all right, let me do this shit and let me fucking bring my son with me because I want to be. It wasn't that. You did it solely for yourself. You know what I'm saying? So um, I've, I seen him. Yeah, boom. I gave him a hug, whatever. But there would be nothing else. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, you, you spoke about being in juvenile young age. You did a total of what, uh, eleven years? In- I, I did. I did like ten and ten and a half straight. Ten and a half straight. What was? Well, start from the juvenile. What, what put you in like juveniles? What put you in? And you know, what put you in prison? Um, my first juvenile shit. I fucking oh, well, I was started me in juvenile. I caught a case. You know what I'm saying? I was young. I was eight years old. I caught a fucking. Uh, I caught a case, some dumb shit. Um, we robbed some, or some mm-hmm. dumb shit, and then they arrested me. But then um, they brought me back home. But then that, now from there, I was a part of the state. Now mm-hmm. they, I, they had a case full case file. The people would come to my house, and like you know, make sure everything is okay. Your DFY shit. They would just sure, look at sure. shit. And then on um, one day, my mom's like. She she hit me with a hanger or some shit, and I went to school. I was so mad, and I'm like, "Look, my mom's hit me," and they took me after that. So once they took me, then fucking um, I went through the the foster like you know the the, the group sure. home shit. Then I went back home, and then I caught another case, and then fucking I was just in and out that shit since I was after that. It was just in and out, in and out, in and out. I was always in and out. Like, you know, either I'm catching cases, I'm catching fucking violations or whatever the fuck. I was always in the, in and out that shit. And when you got older and caught the bigger case, what, what was that about? I shot somebody. Is there a reason why? I mean, I mean, yeah, there was a reason, but it wasn't. I mean, there's reason. always got to be a reason to shoot somebody, right? I'm just saying, you know, but is it is it something you think that you could have, like, yeah. got away from? What mean? You know, like- I, I mean, look, uh, you know... Um, Whatever you don't want to talk about, we don't have to talk about. But who, wasn't it this uh, dude from Rough Rider? I heard. Yeah. Jin, like, is, why, why, why him out of all people? Well, I didn't shoot him. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, you ever seen him again? I did see him. Yeah, I saw him. And what did he say to you? I mean, he was just, you know, are we good? I'm like, yeah, we good. I don't worry about it. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got no beef with him, man. Like, so, but you didn't shoot him, right? I didn't shoot him. Or somebody else? It was a man. Okay. You know what I mean? But, um, I mean, I don't really want to talk because I talked about it already. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't want that shit to be, you know. Yeah, and no, I But get it. it's not like a, you know what I mean? Um, But I did that shit. I regret, I mean, I don't regret it in a sense like that because I learned from it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got opportunities from it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I like, you know. So I don't regret it in the sense that, like, oh, damn, you know, it ruined my life, which it did put a lot of damps in my life. But you lost a lot of time. I lost a lot of time because of that. I lost, and also I hurt somebody behind that for some dumb shit. It wasn't even, you know what I'm saying? I could have took his life. You know what I mean? I changed his life drastically. You know what I'm saying? I changed a few people's lives drastically just off of that one fucking decision, which wasn't necessary. You know what I'm saying? Which, you know, was just stupid. You know what I mean? God must have been on your side, too, because I remember reading something about you where the gun cocked. Yeah. Where I guess you, the kid could have, you know, he could have died. The bullet got stuck. Okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I had to fucking readjust the shit and um, shoot it. 
Yeah, I mean, it could have been worse. It, it could have been really worse. We would have not been here right now. So, you know, we we would not be heading to Wohop after this. You know what nah, I mean? Nah, definitely no Wohop. You know, you know. <laughs> We'd be going to fucking, what time is it? We'd be going to Chow. Going to Chow. On a Chow. <laughs> on a Chow. You know, um, this is a big question right here. You feel like you're institutionalized? Um, I, in a sense of, in a how? In like, jail. Like, Meaning, no, I know, I know what that means. Okay. But like, so what is institutionalized? It's a great question. Do you feel like... Like, that, do, do I walk on the right side of the hallway all the time? Like, <laughs> is your mindset still so focused around prison? Can, you know, is it hard for you to adapt to a regular life? I don't think so. You know what I mean? Because I, I want to let you know this, and, and this is coming from someone who's been away. You know, even though you had your issues and you've been through trouble, you are worth it to stay home. Yeah. You are worth it to pursue a rap career. You are worth it to open up a business, be an entrepreneur. Your past will define your future, but it doesn't have to always define everything about it. And when I say define, like meaning like you're still on parole right now, right? Yeah. So, because of the choices you made before. You know, I said it the other day, and I mean this, not just for me, for everybody like you. I want people to come home and stay home. Because even though, and, and you understand this, and anybody listening will understand, when you're in jail, you don't talk about like, yo, uh, how many, how, how much time you have? Like, say if you only have a year, you don't tell a person who's been, got 25 years to do, oh, I only got a year. You don't talk about that. But real talk, fuck that shit. An hour is a long time. We, 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 giving your time away but I will say this people a lot of people don't come home and stay home and you understand this because yeah, you came home been, you, you just went back yeah. Yeah, how long are you home now? like three months so see, see what I'm saying? I want you to I'm not sitting here trying to be no fucking preacher okay I've been where you, you, you've you been you know I, I just want you to you know it's not only about this this podcast I want you to understand that you you you're worth it to stay home. You, ain't nothing good. Fuck jail. You know, like if you could find something, I would love to see you find through artistry, through entrepreneurship, um, through acting. I know you're doing you're doing a web series called yeah. what's the web series called? It's called Respect Life. And also, I got a. Oh no, I can't say it. Okay, but, but there's a. I'm in a movie. Really? Yeah. Okay, it's coming soon. It's coming, it's coming soon. The, the, internet's a follow you on social and, and, and see what the fuck you're talking yeah. about when that time is. But you're in a web series called, what's it called again? Respect Life. And that's on YouTube? Yes, it is. Okay, nice. How'd you get into that? They found me. They, mm. they, they At first, they was trying to just get some music for the web series. And then um, they was like, hey, you know, I was locked up at the time. And then they reached out to my people and they're like, yo, when does he come home? And at that time, I had like maybe like four or five months left, and it was like, yo, when he comes home, we would like to put him on the web series and shit. And um, at that time, it was like it was uh, money and violence. You remember that? Yeah, money and violence. Sure, Miz Mo and yeah, and, and money uh, and violence was the big thing. But then when they faded out, Respect Life came and took over. Respect Life is the biggest thing. I mean, biggest web series out sure, there. Sure, sure. You like and doing it? You like acting? I love acting. You know what I'm saying? I love acting. I really think that um, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a role in power. Really? Look yeah. at you! Get the strap! Get the strap! Fifty. Yeah, what's 50. the What's the um, story with your tooth? Um. So I got my tooth knocked out when I was in Rikers Island by okay. police. I got I got into a fight 
with the police officer, with a police, with a correctional officer, because uh, he put his hands on me, and then I fucking punched him in his mouth. I started beating, beating him up, and then the police, the the squad came, and they fucked me up. They walkie talk, they they hog tied me, and they walkie talked me. They was hitting They're me beating with the walkie talkie. Yep. And then you know my face was all swollen, and my tooth got knocked out. Mm. So you don't want to get it fixed. Here's the thing. I went to the box, and then from the box, they gave me the, when I went to the doctor, they gave me the flipper. So I had the flipper for like two and a half, three years. And I was so vain. Like, I like my appearance was like, I, I felt like, you know, that defined me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I felt like, you know what I mean? Like, my appearance, I always was worried about how people would look at me and shit like that. So when I that they took my tooth, I was like, Distraught. I was. In, I was like, I need the fucking flipper. I was on them, <laughs> writing every fucking letter. Like, I need a fucking flipper. I need a flip. I need the the tooth. Whatever the fuck that shit is. Chip called. tooth mac in the building. So so then, and I wouldn't go on visits. Like my people would come. No vi. Dub, I dubbed the visit, and I kept on writing the fucking dentist. Like I need. I need this shit in my mouth. So I finally got it. I went back to population. So I went to prison. Like people would know me. I was in jail with somebody, like for people, for like two, three years. They wouldn't know that I had a fake tooth. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I was like really, I would eat with that shit. I would sleep with that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't want, when I wake up and they do the fucking count, I didn't want the officer to see me with a missing tooth. I was really fucking vain about that shit. You know what I'm saying? And then, um, and then, uh, one day, and it was crazy because HBO, I was in Sing Sing, and HBO had came in that they was doing a documentary about the prison, about the um the college program in prison. And at that time, I, at that time, I was in the college program, so they picked me to do an interview, and they picked me to to do a a poem. So I fucking so I'm like I'm hype about that shit. I'm about to be in HBO. Ah ah. So I go in my cell. And I'm over, you know, listening to my music. I got some food. I'm eating my food. I bite into some shit. And the fucking tooth breaks. Mm. The the flipper shit. It breaks. I got HBO the next day. Mind you, I didn't I sleep with this shit. I don't want the officer seeing me with my tooth like that. So I'm gonna be on TV with this shit. I was like, oh shit, all night. I'm burning this shit with a lighter, trying to glue this shit. I'm I got fucking super glue trying to put that shit that shit was not working that was a dub so I fucking so I went to I was walking to the school building in the morning I'm so distraught my mom was so fucked up I'm like damn so people talk to me I'm like yo what's up bro like, yeah. you know what I'm saying like you know what I'm saying and then I, I walk like you know I be talking and shit people the whole class like the whole time I was talking like this boom boom yo what's up what's up boom keeping my head down and shit then I did the HBO shit, and I I did the whole time. I had the shit. I had my like my upper lip tucked. Right? You know what I'm saying? I was just trying to hide it the whole time. I did the interview. I did that. Nobody kind of said anything to me. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, oh, man, this is crazy. So I'm walking back to my house, and my man was was talking to me, and we're talking the whole time, and he acted like he didn't notice my tooth was gone. You know what I'm saying? So I was talking, and then like. When we was about to split, he was like, yo, he gave me a pound, he gave me a hug, and he he brought me in. He like, yo, bro, listen, whoever wh- whoever matters, they love you already. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And whoever don't, doesn't even matter. Mm. You know what I mean? So he was like, he was like, he was like, my scar, 
you're missing tooth. Don't matter, bro. They love you. Love, love. You know what I'm saying? The people that matter love you already. So when he told me that shit, I was just like, I gave him a pound. I went back. To, I went to my cell, and I'm just thinking like, damn. Well, you know what I'm saying, and then and then I, I realized how vain I was. How like this, like that shit had me like going crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like two days later, I went to the box. Right, I went to the box. There was some cell phone shit. So they picked me up. They took me. I went to the box. I was in the box, and you know when I was in the box, I didn't. Never, I never asked them for the flipper shit because I was just like, I'm in my cell. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? It was a new, it was a new environment now, new offices, new everything. So their first time seeing me is me with a missing tooth. So I didn't feel compelled to like hide my shit anymore. So I did, uh, I did like about a year. You know what I'm saying? In the box, and then fucking, I was um, I never got the tooth. And then when I went to population, I didn't put the tooth in because I've realized like that don't make me. You know what I'm saying? My mm. miss, my tooth don't make me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you, whatever flaws you have that don't make you or don't break you. You know what I'm saying? It's you. It's about you. Sure, you sure. know what I'm saying? So what he said when he told me that, yo, the people that matter, they love you already, I took that shit to heart. Because I'm like, all right, fuck it. If they don't fuck with me because of my tooth, they don't fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? They ain't gonna, they, it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? So I just went to population, like whatever. Fuck it. I had a missing tooth. You know what I'm saying? And then I was, in my mind, I'm like, all right, when I go home, I'm going to fix my shit. Or right before I fix my shit. And my and then and then my 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 bro was like, yo, you know, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Leave that shit like that. So when I went home, I'm like, yo, but I'm going to be a rapper. I'm going to do this rapping shit. So he was like, yo, listen, you know. So I thought about that shit. Like, yo, fuck it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want the people to take me for me. I don't want them to take a fake version of me. I don't want them to see somebody that's made up and that's 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 not me. You know what I'm saying? I want to come out and be me. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I have a missing tooth. You know what I'm saying? And I wanted to push, prove to myself that you know I can do it. However, the fuck I want to do it. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to comply to anybody fucking judgments or anybody's fucking rules or anybody's whatever. You know what I'm saying? If I want to come out. And be a missing tooth rapper, I could fucking do that. So I came out here and I said, "Fuck that shit." I mean, it, for a flipper, it was like they would have gave it to me for free. You know what I'm saying? I definitely didn't want to do that. And for a band for a thousand dollars, I could have got this shit. I could have been got it. You know what I'm saying? I didn't spend a band. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But I could have been got it. But You're my de- my decision was like, I right, they're gonna take me for what it is. They're gonna take me for me. And so eventually, like, I am going to fix it. But, you know, it was really just a testament to, like, you know, me just overcoming my biggest fucking, you know, my biggest thing. My being so vain and being so, like, you know. So it was basically just to teach myself a lesson and just humble myself and just to get my shit, like, understand what's really important. You know what I'm saying? It's amazing how a tooth could you know something like that could really take over you you know what i'm saying like it's amazing that you know one thing i i want to understand you know i grew up obviously i was telling you italian grew up in brooklyn coney island you know i grew up around a lot of the you know street shit but more important i grew up around a lot of of mafia shit yeah it's funny sitting down talking to you because i don't know anything about no uh you know chinese or asian gangs you know we spoke before about like how you know the initiation and all that 
But even like something like, uh, you know, um, where they call, um, go, what's it called, Ghost Shadow? Yeah. Ghost Shadow. Like they say is like one of the most, um, they, well, people have considered one of the most violent Chinese gangs, you know? What is even, you know, and it's funny because before we came in, I was asking you about like Rush Hour, like where they say the triads with Ricky Tan and all that shit. That that all exists, like the triads and yeah. and all these. And, and w- what is their purpose? Like I, And I'll give you my example. Mafia shit. It was like that. Waste management. You know what I mean? Bookies. You know what I mean? Loan shocking. Like it's similar to that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was in, in its own, but it was kind of, it was, it was, it's organized like the mm. mafioso, like it's more organized like that. Sure. So like, you know, basically like, like the Italians, you know what I mean? The Chinese came here and, you know, um, they governed themselves like, cause the Chinese people didn't go to, they didn't believe in going to the police and they didn't believe in going to the Guaylo, which is the Americans, like the white people and shit. And they meant they're insular people, so they had to have, you know, their own governing system. You know what I'm saying? So when they came over here, people took them those positions. You know what I'm saying? They would make sure that, you know, and then those people eventually start taking advantage of the people. You know what I'm saying? And that's where the gangs came in. You know what I'm saying? Because you had, like, the fucking, the, the, the people that controlled shit. Sure. And then they would need the gangs to enforce the shit. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's what that was. You know what I'm saying? The gangs were the enforcers for the people that, you know. So what about like, you know, the Italians have like a boss, underboss, the consigliero. I mean, you can hear me, the consiglieri yeah. and the capo. You know, what do gangs like that have? They have like a boss? Yeah, they, they have the same shit. Like, really? You know, like they call them horses and fucking the bosses, the horses, like chess pieces and shit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Shit, see, man, I would never even fucking notice. You know what, Internet? We're sitting here with the one and only China Mac, okay? Chinatown's finest. LES's finest. Yeah. He's had a troubled past, but he's got bars. Besides that, he's going to stay home. We're talking about coming home and staying home. He has a a, 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 a historic history of, uh, you know, doing a bunch of crazy shit. But I'm telling you, this motherfucker about to change his life around, okay? We're going to come back and talk more about the music, talk about a bunch of shit. Internet, don't go nowhere. Cheer. Yo, this is Tack Stone, and I'm on the Premium Peter Show, and we stacking, macking, and relaxing. Make sure you niggas listen to my podcast before you turn on Premium Peters. Thank you. Internet, and we're back. Sitting here with China Mac. You know, listen, we're going over the story. We're going over your journey. Um, you know, y- 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 we spoke before about rapping, about hip-hop, about being inspired by certain artists. What if somebody said, "What is China Mac like? What is China Mac rapping about?" What would be your response? Um. Well, I mean, I rap about. I'm big on energy. You know what I'm saying so. A lot of my, a lot of times, like, you know, a lot of my stuff is really angry. You know what I mean? Because I have a lot of anger in me, and I have to find a way to, like, you know. You know what I mean? Put it out. You know what I mean? What's the word I'm looking for? Mm. You mean uh, like release? Yeah. I have to find a way to release it. And it can't be the way that I'm used to releasing it. So music is my way to release it. So a lot of times I go in the booth or I start writing and it's just really angry. <laughs> because, 
you know, that's what is in me. You know what I mean? And, uh, and that's what I have to release through my music. So a lot of times it's really angry. It's really like just dark and really like just, you know, going, just talking about the stuff that I've been through and just trying to like, you know, just express it in a way so it doesn't go, I don't express it in another way. Mm. But I've been doing this for a while and I've been, um, I'm starting to switch it up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So now it's like, now it's more than just releasing my anger, which a lot of my music is still like that because, you know, that's just what I do. But then I've been, I haven't released anything like that, but I've been doing more like getting more artistic with it and just like, you know, just having more of a round, like, you know, arsenal versus just like, you know, but I, what people know me for is like the New York grimy like the new york sure sure boom bap type of sound but i've been doing you know i'm an artist so i gotta find different ways to express like you know different different beats and different different um topics to go off of and i've just been doing that you know you you have a label called red money records that's a fact what the fuck is red money records red money records is you know i'm asian i'm chinese and red is a big part of our culture a lot of people think it's blood. A lot of people think I'm blood. You know what I mean? Still to this day, a lot of people think I'm blood. I'm not I'm not blood. I was never blood. Red money is red is big in our culture. Red means royalty. Red means good luck. You know what I mean? Red Those China, Chinese envelopes? Yeah, it's red. What's, so what's it, that about? That's good. That's lucky money. Mm. You know what I mean? It's hong chin, like hong in Chinese. Hong is red, right? And it's also luck. Like good luck. Right, so red in Chinese is good luck. Um, so in on Chinese New Year, when the New Year comes, you bring it in by giving out lucky money, red money. So the envelope is red, and it's like you know brand new bills. And I give you money, and it's me wishing you luck, me bringing you luck. You know what I mean? And then we just give it around. So that's where I got the the premise, the whole theme for my label red money records mm, mm. so what could people uh expect like meaning like you know you're home now and hopefully i'm praying that you stay the fuck home i will and you know continue with your artistry yes what what what, what else like is there something else you want to get in like, why why only and i'm not saying why only because you may want to do something but why just music or you want well music is just music is just what is um it's my it's like my set it off shit like you know what i'm saying is because without the music you know, people really wouldn't, you know, I'm coming in with the music because that's my passion because I know I can. But I'm not trying to do music for, you know, a long time. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, music is just what I know can set me apart from everybody else. And then, you know, when I go in, I'll just find other opportunities that come. And, you know, like you said, when the ocean is there, I'm going to jump in it. Yeah, because you know what, next year? That ocean may not be available to you. That's those. Those are why. That's wise, bro. <laughs> I think I'm gonna post that on my gram tomorrow. Or something. No problem. Let, let let them know. You know. T tell tell all the uh, that it was you. The fine Asian honeys. Uh, that <laughs> Shout out to all the fine Asian squallers. Any one of those girls Ooh. that that fix her hair with one of them chopsticks. You like, like you that? Know, she all put right. the scrunchie. Right, we gonna it. get you one. We gonna get you one. Yo, um, <laughs> so Red Money Records, the artistry, yes. working on a bunch of things, acting. Um, I have a new EP coming out. First, what's, I, what's I have a mixtape coming out. It's called Crown Me. That'll be coming out soon. That's just like, you know, it's, it's a precursor to 
my EP, which I have on my brother, G's Gasoline, who's actually here right now. Um, me and him is coming out with an EP together called Mac and G's, mm. not Mac and Cheese. Mac and G's. Mac and G's, not Mac and Cheese, but we got shells. I like that. I like that. You know that. what I'm saying? So um, he, he, he was actually a person that, that I did the song Mac Talk with where we got arrested on a rooftop. I don't know. Did you see that? No, no. Yeah, we was all over the news. I'm we made fucking headlines. And really? Shit. Yeah, we got what arrested. What the fuck's the matter with me? I don't so, know. Where can people see it? On YouTube? On YouTube. It's called Mac Talk. We have an EP coming out called Mac and G's. And it's going to be, I'm telling you, it's a dope project. I'm not just saying that because it's me. But I am saying that because of me, but I'm not just saying it because it's me. Does that make sense? No, I get it. You know, <laughs> as a young kid, did you envision your life to be like this right now? I always knew for some reason that I'd be doing the music shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I always saw myself as a star. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I always saw myself as a star. I was like, nobody else saw it, but I saw it. You know what I mean? Do you think that you could survive out here without getting in trouble? Like, without breaking yeah. the law? Without I don't break the law, no, yo. No, I know, I know, but... D- Pete, stop. Okay, now, okay. now I'm getting okay. loud. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. You ever feel like... Because I felt like this. I'm being dead serious. I felt like this at one point in time, that I couldn't... I've, I've somehow will always find myself in trouble. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, people, like... It's, like, <sighs> here's the thing, right? And I mean this wholeheartedly. I remember a time where I was saying to myself, if you've never been away before, you don't know what it takes to stay from going back. Like people think like people who never been away, it's like they're not like uh, like it's It's hard to stay out of prison. You know that. You know what I mean? It's not easy. You could get caught up right quick. Some dumb shit. Mm -hmm. All right. So let me talk about this then since Mm -hmm. you're bringing this up. I got arrested on a rooftop for shooting a music video. That that situation, because I was on parole, everybody else went home. I could have did a year for that. I beat that shit. I beat the I beat the case because it was me bullshit case, and I beat the parole violation. I came home, bow right. Two weeks later, I asked my parole officer for for permission to go to Texas, to South by Southwest. They grant me. They let me go. I go to South by Southwest. I'm there for a week. The last day, the day I'm supposed to go home, I get fucking arrested mm. for stealing from a bum. But I didn't steal shit from the bum, but, you know, I put some money in this shit. I put $10 in this shit. He was supposed to say something from my Instagram. He didn't say it. Instead, he said, fuck this Chinese motherfucker. I'm just going to take the money. And I reached in the bucket and I threw the money in the air. The money the money that I put in his bucket. I put it in the air. I threw it in the air. Like, fuck you. Put it in the air. Police saw me. They arrested me mm. and they gave me a felony for that shit. So I was in Texas fighting a felony. I could have sat there for a whole fucking year. But God was by my side and I beat that shit within a month. I came home and I beat the fucking, the parole shit. You know what I mean? And I understand what you're saying, bro. It's not easy, man. Especially when you got all these fucking strikes against you. When the the, the, the government, like, you know, the the. the the, the system. The system. They they already have you painted and pegged as a fucking, you know, a fuck up. You know what I mean? But thank you, man. I, I'm definitely, I, I I know, like, you know, details are very important. And I have to be very careful because I'm walking on eggshells. You know what I'm saying? And I'm definitely focused on staying my fucking yellow ass outside. <laughs> where yeah. You speak where, Chinese? Yes, I do. You never lost it, you know? I mean, it's, I'm, I never lost it, but it's not fucking 
you know? It's okay. not a hundred percent. Okay, okay. And have you ever rap in, in Chinese? I haven't. I need to learn though, because that's where the guapo is. That would have been sick. You know, it'd be sick if you do a, a, a like a. I don't even want to say. Few. I need a Chinese ghostwriter. Like I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't listen. I'm gonna keep it buck. I write my own shit. But when it comes to Chinese, how do you write your shit? It's Chinese. How do you write your shit? What you do? Write it in your phone. You write it on paper. I write it on my phone. And, and where? Like you, you, you go in the studio. Is it late at night? Is it when you're thinking? Yeah, I write it. I have really bad memory, mm-hmm. so it's like I write it and fucking I need my phone. And you know what I mean? But um. I write it. I write it late at night. I write it daytime, whatever. I don't smoke. I don't use no drugs. I don't really drink like that. So I just operate right off of, you know, I, I operate off of energy. Like certain times of the day, it just depends on the beat and it depends on how I feel. You know what I mean? Sometimes it pours out and sometimes it takes a long time. So mm-hmm. that's my process. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, man. You know, uh, it, it, the process is, is something special, you know? But the process is also something that you need to stick to. You know what I'm saying? And what I mean by that is, like, if you got a chance to to do something you love, don't fuck that shit up. No, you're right. I want I want to see no China. I'm not trying to be no big brother here or no fucking preacher, no fucking uh, reverend. Shout to reverend, but you know, look now. Shout the cleft old dollar. Of course, that's cleft old dollar. What about? <laughs> what was this? Well, you know, prayers up. Um, <laughs> What about, is there a certain special Chinese dish that you fuck with? Yo, I love Chinese food, my favorite food. When I was in prison, the most, the most worst thing besides pussy was Chinese food. I couldn't eat with the fuck, like, Chinese food, bro. But um, let's see. Breakfast, I love fucking dantat. That's the egg custard. Yep, yep. My okay. shit. Do you know about that? I, I heard of it. Come on. Yeah. We got to, next you time you back out here, you, can put me you have to call me. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? We have to take my number. Sure, it has to be sure. the right number. Don't give me the wrong number. No, no, get out of here. Come on. All right? Yeah, go ahead. Fucking the roast pork bun. Okay. You know about that? Yeah, of course. That I know about. A lot of people leave the paper and, you know, around nah, there. Nah, no, you, you got to take the paper off. Okay, That's okay. I'm not eating the paper, though. Yeah, five. So, fucking the roast pork bun I fucking love fish you know what I'm saying so steamed fish with the ginger I love that um sea bass that's my thing man like you know seafood you know shit like is, is mom proud of you today she is but you know what I mean she's she's proud of me but she's still like you know cause I haven't brought the bag home yet you know what I'm yeah. saying I need to bring the bag home for her to, to know show her that you, you that this is like serious yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. So she sees me. She sees me working, but she knows that, you know, she knows that at any moment I could do some dumb shit. So she's like, you know, she's, but she is proud of me. You know what I'm saying? I saw her yesterday. I mean, I saw her this morning. Um, I love her. You know what I'm saying? That's, you know, but I'm just, I'm just working hard so I can, you know, my, my big, the other day I, on my Instagram, I said, you know, uh, ask me some questions and somebody asked me what, what 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 would be um what like what's the biggest thing for you? What was your dream? If you had one thing, what would it be? And I said that for my mother, for me to be able to show my mother like that I'm truly successful. You know what I'm saying? Which has money involved because you know, but um, and that's real because I the last thing I don't want to do is put my mom through so much pain and heartache and heartbreak, and for her to go. Well, while I'm still in the struggle. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I would want her to go knowing that I'm good now. You know well, that's saying? the thing, too. People get locked up. They don't realize that they take the people away with them. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, they that's think, like, I, they're going to do it a bit. But the other people got to worry about yeah. you. 
you know, kids. And they got a worse bit. They got a harder bit because they have to. Their emotions are in it, and they can't do nothing. And they feel like they're at fucking fault for this shit. And then they have to, you know, struggle, bring you fucking shit. You know that whole shit, man. Mm -hmm. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to all the mothers out there. Shout out to all the fathers out there. Shout out to all the wives out there that has people that's gone away and that are sticking by them and that are doing, you know, doing the time with them. Shout out to y'all. Because a lot of times, y'all don't get the fucking, the credit that y'all deserve. That shit is hard shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Shout out to y'all, man. What's next for China Mac, man? I have an EP coming out called Mac and G's. Yeah, we, we spoke about that. What I else have we a got? fucking, um, I have a, a mixtape coming out called Crown Me. I have videos out on YouTube. I have a single called Run That Back featuring Snapdog, G's Gasoline. It's going to be so lit. By the time this comes out, that song is probably going to be sure. out on YouTube. Uh, what else? What about I'm in on, a movie. Okay, okay. Respect okay. Life. You know okay. what I'm saying? Respect. Now, what about uh, Instagram? Uh, Instagram. My Instagram. Listen, if you have an Instagram, if your mother has an Instagram, mm. if your grandmother has an Instagram, take their phone, go follow China Mac Music. It's China, like the country. Mm. Mac, like the like the hamburger. Mm. Mac, mm. M-A-C. Mm. Music, M-U-S-I-C. Follow me and come into my world, support. You know what I'm saying? I love all my supporters, all my choppies, as I call it. I, lo I love it. Listen, listen. Um, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to making sure that you stay home. I'm also looking forward to you not really fucking around with the gang shit anymore. And what I mean by that is sometimes some gang shit, this is the only thing I don't like about gangs, right? People will rep a set, whatever it is, blood, mafia, Chinese, whatever, and get locked up and nobody could even bail them out. So what the fuck am I repping? Yeah. Right, Matt? You know what I mean? Like, I, like, I always talk about that. Like, if I'm a rep, say if I'm a rep, uh, you know, a blood or a crip or a, 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 a nieta, and then I'm in jail, and nobody from the nietas or bloods that are in my circle could bail me out. He said nieta. You know you old school when you said nieta. I no, never heard that shit in a but, long time. But what I'm saying is, think about it. Like, you know, I just... Now you're right. You know what I'm saying? You're absolutely right. All the kids, all the people out there, gangs. and I, I always preach this all the time. Gangs are not, you know, they're, they're not... You know what I mean? Like, be very careful when you do that shit. Yeah. I I'm not I don't do the gang shit. My my um my gang shit has been over a long time ago. There isn't even any more ghost shadows out there. That shit is like defunct. It's over. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got Chinese stars at home? Chi yeah. Ghost stars? Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. It was official. When I grew up, I, <laughs> what the fuck I fuck with Chinese stars. No, no. Why would they? What, what the hell? Yo, I knew somebody that had their joints in like a velvet, like, you know, in a velvet like thing. No. Yeah, like an open case and you open up. <laughs> Yeah, man, I fuck with that shit. <laughs> like, I fuck with that shit, man. Yo, Premium Pete, thank you for having me. Oh, bro. man, listen, China Mac, I wish you the best, man. Internet, make sure you check for China Mac. Check what the fuck he's doing, man. Yeah. He, 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 he listen, he ain't going back, okay? Okay. See you next episode. Peace. Thank you for having me. Internets, if you enjoyed that episode, I want you to email me at thepremiumpeatshow at gmail.com. Again, that email is thepremiumpeatshow at gmail.com. Let me know what you thought. And listen, all my advertisers out there, all my big businesses, my small businesses, whoever, a friend, a store, you want to advertise on the Premium Pete Show? Email me at thepremiumpeatshow at gmail.com and let's get working, okay? Make sure you subscribe, rate, leave a comment on all streaming platforms of the podcast. Tell a friend to tell a friend. 
and we'll see you next episode. Cheer. 